Hi, welcome to Pep Talk for Writers. My name is Nick Jaina. You can learn more about me at nickjaina.com. That's J-A-I-N-A. Uh, I teach writing workshops. I have books. I make music and I do this podcast. This is a place where we can just hang out and get psyched up to write. We're, it's going to be great. We're going to be so happy to write. Yeah. I want to talk today about um, reading and watching and getting inspiration from other sources for our writing and just what that process looks like. I like to think of whether I'm watching a TV show or a film, reading anything, even if it feels like something completely separate from what I want to write, that some part of my brain is activated and thinking about the mechanics of how is this composed? You know, anything that we see outside of um, reality TV or, or improv, anything that we see on TV or film, there there is a writer, you know, they, they wrote a script and they came up with a story and they built characters and they built tension. And I want to activate that part of my brain at all times and just check in. One of the simplest things I do, you know, if even I'm just watching a movie like Back to the Future is just every few minutes either pause or if that's annoying <laughs> to the person you're watching with just think in your mind what is keeping me compelled to keep watching this like what what is what has me drawn in to want to watch the next five or ten minutes and just be really specific about it it's like oh i just want to find out how he gets to this space i want to find out if he gets the girl i want to find out if he escapes alive you know all those little things end up keeping us engaged and make us uh, drawn into the story and then when we're drawn in we'll take in whatever other information philosophies poetry music stories anything else that comes with that we will take that in because we've been hooked in by the story by the tension and so whether we're writing memoir or fiction there's still this storytelling uh, element that needs to be there to make us care about it. And so when I'm reading something or watching something, I just always asking myself, do I care about this? Why or why not? What has the writer done to make me care about this? And it doesn't need to be something that specifically appeals to me. You know, I can be reading a story and, and I want to be reading stories by people from different backgrounds and, and different experiences. Um, it doesn't need to be something that appeals specifically to me. I just have to care about it. It has to be presented so that I want to keep finding out what happens. You know, that, that's the basic functionality of a story. And I just want to remember that when I'm watching or reading something. Um, so when I'm reading something that feels very different from what I write, I want to identify what those qualities are and see, can I bring any of those over into my writing? Is there something here, even if it's something that I don't love, um, can I bring something to my writing? Is, is Does it have qualities that my writing doesn't tend to have? Things that I don't habitually go to. So I was reading this book. I actually assigned it in a workshop last year. Um, the Chronology of Water by Lydia Yuknovich, who's a Portland writer. Um, she's wonderful. Uh, she actually won the Oregon Book Award the same year that I was a finalist for in a different category for Oregon Book Award. She gave a really passionate speech. She's a very hard on her sleeve writer. Um, she's, she's amazing. A very different writing style from me. And so I'm reading this book and there's a lot of uh, depictions of like orgies, a lot of like drug use, just a lot of sex and drugs and, and just, just kind of, I don't know, not necessarily crassness, but just like a very bold writing. Whereas 
you know, at the time I was reading this, I was writing a novel about someone who's very reserved, who like didn't want to act, who was carried off along on an adventure and wasn't asserting himself. And my editor, who was a big fan of Lydia Yuknovich, was telling me, you need more things happening. You need your, your character. I want him to like punch someone in the face. And I kept thinking, no, he's never going to punch someone in the face. Like I wanted to write a story about someone who never punches someone in the face. I want to tell that story because that's my story too, you know? But in reading this book, I was thinking, how can I pull some of these qualities over? Can I have some more just um, crudeness, some more brashness, some more realness, some more just like unpleasant moments to it? And I would be just reading this book for a few minutes and then go over to my book and try to just carry some of that voice over. And because it's so opposite of my voice, it's not like anybody's ever going to notice that or ever think like, hey, were you copying Lydia Yuknovich here? And I probably only brought over like 5% of it, but I do think it it expanded the dynamics of my writing, which is something that I'm always wanting to do. How can I be more dynamic? How can I show more depth, more dimensionality to my writing? I don't ever want it to just be one thing and say, this is how I write. This is my voice. This is it. You know, how can I bring in more dimensionality and have it be more me? Like I'm not copying somebody. I'm not um, hiding my voice. I'm actually amplifying it. If I show anger, if I show humor, if I show crassness, if I show all these things, it can actually highlight my true voice. It doesn't mean that I always have to like write in this one groove and keep digging that groove to tell you this is my voice. I can establish that. And when I do different things, it highlights my voice even more because it's like, wow, what an unexpected thing from this person, from this writer, from this voice to have this other dimension to it. So I'm going to read you just a really short section from my novel Hitomi where I did that. And it's going to be kind of laughably subtle now, um, given that big buildup. But even still, like this, this came, I, this brought my writing further in this direction. And I figured, so there's this moment where he's sitting around the fire with these people he's traveling with, my main character, and he's kind of wants to act out. He wants to do something bold. And he's for the first time on this whole tour drinking alcohol and he's drinking from this bottle of wine and nobody's really paying attention to him so he holds this bottle of wine up and i i was just like what's the boldest thing that he could do and the least consequence that it could have is that he could hold this bottle of wine up and drop it and it doesn't even break <laughs> so nothing happens but for him for the experience of this it, this is more amplified than it had been and it's because i was carrying over that voice from lydia yuknovich so this is the that section right here. My head started to hurt, like a hangover coming before any of the good parts of being drunk. The wine was gone. I held the bottle up above my head. I wanted a big crash, a shattering of the moment. Everyone would look at me, and I would pull out my letter and read it, and everyone would see that I was someone who acted, not someone who was acted upon. You are a doer, they would say. Bravo. I smirked a little and dropped the bottle. It hit the ground with one thud, and it stuck there. No one noticed. Not one needle of one cactus fluttered. The Joshua trees held their arms up. There's there's more in that chapter of that voice of showing that like desire to act like an internal thrashing. And I was I was grateful for it. I didn't even absolutely love that book, but I liked the boldness. I like what it pushed me to. So when I'm looking for things to read, um, it's 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 really valuable to me to be pushed out of my comfort zone and be challenged with different viewpoints. Um, it's to me 
what is important about the kind of decolonization of my education, of my writing, of, of my teaching is default literature that I've grown up on has been this, you know, white Anglo-Saxon male old <laughs> school writing. And it has a certain value and viewpoint, but there's so much more dimensionality depth out there that I want to bring in, not not to colonize it, not to take it, but to be pushed to grow, to learn, to expand, um, to really love and accept these things. And for someone like me, that means accepting kind of dirtiness and crudeness and maybe putting the word cock in my book when I wouldn't <laughs> normally have put it or just, you know, language that I normally wouldn't use to like push myself, like I said, to further highlight what my true voice is by showing all this other um, depth around it. I think that's a really valuable thing to try to seek out and it can be done through TV, through film, through books, through anything that you're drawn to. It doesn't have to feel like homework or feel like I'm doing this um, to grow. It can be something that you really enjoy. You can take that from anything that you watch. It just takes activating a bit of your brain and saying, what is drawing me in here? And what is really different from the way that I express myself? Is there any qualities of this that I can bring over to my work? So my suggestion uh, uh, for a prompt today for writing is not to necessarily take on another voice or write as somebody else, but just something that you've been reading, something that you've been watching. What is just a quality of that that you don't have in your writing? And just try that on. Try to bring some of that over to your writing. Even 10% of that, um, whether it's a, a, a formality of language, whether it's a reservation, whether it's a boldness, whether it's really action-packed, whether it's really intellectual, just try to pull, pull yourself in that direction just for the con in the constraints of this next writing session that you do <sighs> wow that's a lot the instrumental music for you to write to today comes from my friend holland andrews and it's a track called gloss off their ep called wordless and i just love the sounds in this and it just sets a great landscape for me to write in so i hope you enjoy it good luck thank you for joining